Do you want to go or me? Mm, you go. Welcome to the Playdate Podcast. The podcast for each episode, we discover a new song made and sent in by a complete stranger. I'm Slow Magic. I'm an anonymous masked electronic musician. And I'm Dream Angel, creative director, and I make pretty things. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Hey, how's it going? It's going all right. It's really like not as warm day as usual. Yeah, it's been hot outside. That's what I'm hearing from across the country. Um, and it's been hot here. It's true. And that's the weather update. Uh, weather update. And you guys, honestly, our dog is about to jump off the bed and we just don't want him to get hurt. So, so magic is... Aw, I'll just hold him. So cute. Do you want to say something, Bandit? No, but he's here. If if you guys are wondering, we have a guest today named Bandit the Dog, but we also have another guest today, who's featured on today's episode, Casey Grote, also known as Fashionista Boyfriend, and his amazing song Slow Dive. We're gonna dive into that song later, <laughs> but before we do that. We just wanted to talk to you guys. Feel free to talk back. Um, if you're like in a public place, um, just talk back and, you know, if people look at you funny, that's fine. I just can't get over like how you're holding Bandit like a baby right now. Yeah, this dog here, he likes to be held like a baby. He's so unique. Yeah. So, yeah. It's been a while since I feel like we've been in the podcasting chairs it's been a bit (laughs) not too long but um oh it's tuesday so just an update to everyone listening right now it this came out on tuesday and we're gonna release episodes on tuesdays from now on so thanks for listening play pals and um if you want to submit a song to be featured on our episode of our show go to slowmagic.cool slash podcast to submit any genre is welcome just make sure you made the song. Yep. So. What's new? How are you? Did I ask this? Well, I was asking how the listener was. How are you? I'm okay. I'm just like, honestly, I don't drink coffee, but I had a coffee smoothie that I made today and it's kind of making my stomach hurt. So that's kind of, gotta, that's, yeah. Gotta be careful with that coffee. What about you? I'm good. I've drink I've drinking I've drinking a lot of coffee. So I'm feeling that. <laughs> I think it shows. <laughs> oh, cool. How does it show? <laughs> Physically? <laughs> no. Well, we're recording uh when the sun is up, which is a first for us, so that's cool. Yeah. It's it's a nice vibe right now in this room. Yeah. Well, should we talk about should we talk about a few things we want to plug? Oh my god, yeah. 
Um, well, for me, I just a little bit ago released a new song called Somewhere. Please stream that. Check it out. It is my newest song. I can guarantee that. And we also um, will talk about the Patreon later. So that's all I have to say. And I have to plug just like um, you can check out my vlogs on Slow Magic's YouTube channel or my you can go to my blog, which is dreamlinealliance.com. So that's all I have to plug. Check it out. Those are our plugs. Um, awesome. Well, next up we have <laughs> a, a special time. Oh, yeah. Your time. Which we would like to call Dream Angels Fun Fact Corner. Take it away. So, just to refresh everyone's memory, this is the part where I tell Soul Magic four facts and he tells me his favorite. So, the first fact is that in 2006, a Coca Cola employee offered to sell Coca Cola secrets to Pepsi. Pepsi responded by notifying Coca Cola. Wow. So they played, they were. They were noble. They didn't buy out. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Pepsi. That makes me feel like they already knew. Like, they're just... I, I feel like there's no big secret. It's like corn syrup, right? And like... Yeah. Also, like... The, I feel natural like, flavoring. I feel like Pepsi isn't trying to make Coke. Pepsi's trying to make Pepsi. Yeah. Like, they're not like, let's be more like Coke. They're like, actually, we're like... Gross. Also, the... Just artificial flavoring and... Corn yeah. syrup. <laughs> How secret can it be? I exactly. mean, maybe we all don't know the secret and it's something we're really weird or gross. True. But my second fact is that during World War One, the French built a fake Paris and it was complete with like replicas of all the buildings. And um, it was built as a means of throwing off German bomber and fighter pilots flying over French skies. It also even had a fake railway that lit up at certain points to provide the illusion from above of a train moving along the tracks. And shortly after the war, it was just, they took it down. Wow. But there are still maps of it. How big was it? It was like pretty big. There was electricity and I think it was like super high tech for the time, so... Did anyone live there? No. <laughs> well, they would. They'd have to um, be bombed. But they'd have cheaper, cheaper rent, if you, <laughs> if you wanted the risk. Yeah, I guess. I mean, people might go for that, even though it's a little risky. People just, you know, people love a deal. I just think that it's crazy that France was like, let's just build a whole other fake Paris. Is it still there? I want to see No, they, it. like, took it down right after the war. Would have been cool if they kept it, because, like, that'd be a cool little amusement park. That would be. Okay. Like, if they kept it clean, you go <laughs> see a clean version of Paris. Hey. What? I mean, I love Paris. I do love Paris, It's like too. New York. It's it's kind of got They could clean it, you know? I think New York is way dirtier, though. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And I've lived in New York for several years. I just think it's really dirty. Well, okay, fine. <laughs> but I still love it. To be yeah, honest. it is. Okay. That All of that aside, my next fact is that tablecloths were originally designed to be used as one big communal napkin. Gross. Right? So there would just be like, like you were just supposed to like wipe your face and hands on it and it was like considered rude not to. 
That sounds rude to do. How often do you think they replace the tablecloth? Hopefully every night. Or washed, I guess. Eh. Really gross. But like, who was the first person to be like, let's just cut it up? And then how did it get, how did they like keep the whole idea of the tablecloth? You mean the napkins? Yeah. I don't know, like, um, handkerchiefs, handkerchief. Yeah. (laughs) Those are like napkins for your nose. Do you think they ever had like a really big, like, that's why we have blankets? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't, I'm glad we've moved on from that. Like having just a napkin. I don't know. I'm like imagining like if I were to wipe my hands on a tablecloth right now, like I just, how do you not like do it without like, I feel like you had the potential of moving the whole table setting. Yeah. You'd spill everyone's meal. Cause that's how I use a napkin. Very, or just you, <laughs> very do you intensely. just put your face down on the table. Oh, I don't know. Like, and how long was it? Maybe they were like super long so you could like pull it up. Who knows? So it's something to think about or Google. Think about that. I'm going to think about it instead of Googling it. My last fact is that the famous author, Mark Twain, was the inventor of the bra clasp. And I think it was because he hated suspenders so much. Hmm. So he was like, I'm going to make a new way of blah, blah, blah. Like, because I think the suspenders at the time were the kind that like, there was like a thing that stuck out and then hooked into them, you know, like um, overalls that clasp. Oh yeah, but like you'd a put button. like your you'd put like fabric over it. I'm guessing, yeah. or I don't know. That's just what I'm imagining. I think that's how like socks suspenders work. So I'm guessing it was the same. But he hated it so much that he invented that, but it did not catch on. But basically, what you're trying to say is that he invented that for his suspenders, and then later the bra company like used it. Yeah. Or did he make bras too? No. Oh, nice. It just was like the invention of that clasp was then used for bras. Wow, he did a lot. Yeah. He, he wrote. He wrote Mark. He wrote Mark Twain. He wrote, what is this book again? <laughs> I was like. Uh, He wrote like. Oh my God, I just was looking at you. Tom Sawyer, of Green course. Green Eggs and Ham. <laughs> sure. No, I think Tom Sawyer was by Rush. I don't get it. The band. <laughs> Someone out there gets it. Shout out to all my prog rock fans. Yes, shout Mine. out to your prog rock fans. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so let's recap here. We got Coke, mini Paris, tablecloth, and bra clasp. <laughs> that was like a tongue twister. A tongue twister? That was... Tongue twister. That was like the cutest thing anyone's ever said. No. Okay. (laughs) Tongue twister. Okay. So my pick, my slow fact pick of the week is mini Paris for the win there. I just think it's cute. I hope it was big. I think it was like two size. It was like half size and they're just like, there's No, I think it was the actual size. That's a lot of money. And I guess drastic times call for drastic measures. Yeah. What was your favorite? That was my favorite, too. Nice. It wins. But, like, all throughout the week, I've been wanting to tell you about the tablecloth. Like, there have been ah. numerous times where I've thought of telling you that I'm like, wait, I'm saving it for the podcast. Well, I'm glad you did because that was gross. And <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? With a landslide, Mini Paris takes it this week. 
If you have a fact that you want Dream Angel to tell me, send it to her and you know what to do. But yeah, awesome. Cool facts. Yeah, please send me facts because honestly, I never see the facts people tell me about. Like I read a lot of facts and I feel like I'm always reading the same facts. But when someone tells me a fact, it's always one I've never seen. So Yeah, and fax it over. Yeah, just fax it to me. Facts. So what is one thing that you've been into? Oh well, that's funny you should ask because (laughs) (laughs) I've been into grilling this week. And most weeks, but so I've been learning how to grill a little bit. Your dad's been teaching me the charcoal, the way of the fire. Shout out to your dad. But yeah, we, we've been grilling vegetables, fish, vegan sausages. Tofu. Tofu. Everything grilled is good. So yeah, that's what I've been into. We grilled some veggies from the garden, from the grocery store. I mean, vegetables on the grill, that's like the top. Yeah, that's like Slow Magic's expertise is vegetables on the grill, apparently. Well, also just doesn't get better than that. It's true. Tasty. Mushrooms. I don't know. Yeah. I like food. What's your favorite vegetable to grill? Mushrooms. (laughs) (laughs) Mushroom. Wow. Mushroom. Mushroom. What about you? To eat. (laughs) To eat? From the grill. Zucchini. Mm. I like zucchini. Nice. Yeah. There's a squirrel just like looking at us. Not me. I don't see. Oh, wow. <laughs> so what have you been into this week? Well. What's one thing? I've got two things because oh. I just thought of one. Well, one of them, my main one is that we moved. Like we started watching TV in another room in our house. And I've just been into like the changing of our hanging out area. Which it sometimes just need like a little bit to change, you know, mm-hmm. make everything feel more fresh. Like we moved our TV to a new room and we're all watching TV in there. Yeah, it's been nice and refreshing. I agree. Yeah, change is good, especially the way things are lately. Routines are kind of very repetitive. <laughs> yeah, it's true. For a lot of people. So, yeah, switch it up. And my other thing that I've been into is uh, on our walks at night, we've been seeing a lot of bunnies. Oh, yeah. And sometimes they scare me, but mostly I scare them on accident. I feel kind of guilty every time I walk by a bunny, but they're so cute and they're so fun to see. And they move so quickly. They're cute. They're so cute. Yeah. Take them home. Sometimes they like (laughs) look back at us and then keep walking like they want us to follow. Like they're straight up Allison's. Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. Yeah. It's cute. It is very cute. Shout out to bunnies. Yeah. And if you have a pet bunny, just let me know. Yeah. Send those pictures. Yeah. So that's what we've been into this week. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of things and this week, this week we have a thing to show you guys, which is a song. A song by the very talented Casey Grote, also known as Fashionista Boyfriend. And without further to do. Without further to do. Without further to do list. Here it is. Slow dive. Take it away, Casey. How does one find out what love is? Will the conscious mind find it out? 
conscious mind being the educated, sophisticated, the mind that has so many experiences, memories, uh, stored up resentments, hatreds. If I make a conscious effort to find it out, then my conscious effort must have a recognition of what it is. How does one find out?
Hey, just a quick note. This interview is recorded June 2nd. So yeah, that's just a little context for what was going on in the world at the time. So hello, Casey, um, aka Fashionista Boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Hello. Why don't you introduce yourself? <laughs> <laughs> um, so oh, I got that out of the way. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, well, my name is Casey. I'm from Sacramento. Uh, I go under the name Fashionista Boyfriend for my like chill wave electronic uh, project that I have going on. Uh, I've been doing it since 2014. Um, I have uh, one f- or two full albums and one EP. Um, and uh, it's just uh, it's been a bummer not being able to play some shows. So I'm glad I'm able to do something a little bit different with this uh, little podcast we're doing here. And uh, it's good to hear from you guys, too. So, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we never expected to be, you know, nobody expected what's been happening in the world. But we're really excited that we can do a podcast through all this as That's well. Amazing. Um, yeah, missing out on shows as well. But um, so, yeah, we were just chatting the past, past few days trying to set this up. And you said you were at the protest last night. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, experience? so I wasn't there for the whole thing. Um, I think I was only there for about three hours, but it was right before all the stuff went down. Um, so what happened was uh, me and my girlfriend, we got there and we... Um, you know, they were just, it was a very peaceful protest. Uh, we were just sitting down and, and the people on the front were talking and, um, we left and we kind of cir- circled around the block that it was, that was at, it was at a uh, Cesar Chavez park. And, um, we just started to document all the cops that were kind of coming in on every corner, you know, on bikes, uh, multiple cop cars. It was, it got nuts. And then, um, protest protesters started going into the freeway. It was just insane, and and now I'm hearing that the national guard is is coming into effect. So stuff's unfolding pretty fast. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome that you were there yeah. to protest, and I'm like, I stand with you for doing that. Um, Me too. <laughs> oh, both. thanks, man. But yeah, that's and you're in Sacramento. I don't know if we mentioned that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. From, right? Straight from yeah, Sacramento. Cool. Yeah. We've been talking to a lot of Sacramento people lately. What do you guys call yourselves from Sacramento? Like, what is the? Uh. What are the I people don't know. of Sacramento called? I've kind of just referred to it as Sacramento. Sac- I don't know. Now that I'm saying it, it sounds really weird. But in my head, it's like Sacramentans, you know. Okay. Okay. But I've well, never referred a lot of... to anyone like that. <laughs> A lot of very talented Sacramentans. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I uh, I actually heard about your guys' podcast from uh, Make Believe. Yeah. Okay. I don't know who okay. that guy doesn't know. He is right. He is spreading the word like crazy, and he's an awesome you are, dude. You're all a talented friend group, it seems. So he he can send as many people our way as possible. I appreciate that <laughs> me too yeah yeah he's a cool dude we uh played a show together uh, i think it was our third uh our third show as a band and uh yeah he was uh opening up for us he's really good he's amazing and that's awesome so okay let's talk about a little bit about your music and mm-hmm. so you said you have a band is that i do uh 
is this project so mostly solo when you're making it and then you play as a band or is it kind of a band all the time um so it's pretty much my project i'm the solo you know i'm the solo artist behind it i do all the production on the albums um music's all mine and then in terms of band it's more of like a live setting you know where i kind of bring my my stuff to the table and they make it something live and dynamic and different so awesome Mm -hmm. that's cool yeah we have uh we have a drummer austin mooney uh bassist james murphy and then a saxophone player who's uh miles taylor they are super cool and uh yeah that's awesome so about this song tell us about it like well actually first scratch that how did you come up with the name fashionista boyfriend that is a very important question um so basically my girlfriend had uh we were just chilling out hanging out and uh we were getting ready to go somewhere and so I was putting on my either I was putting on my shoes or she was putting on her shoes and I was like that uh that color really complements your your uh, figure you got going on here and your your palette it's very nice very aesthetic and so she commented and she said well you're a you're a fashionista boyfriend and so <laughs> that kind of stuck with me, and I was like, huh, that's a good name. I will stick with that. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Plain, plain, pretty plain and simple. So, I love when, like, I mean, maybe she was poking fun at you a bit. I love when those names stick. Like, right? Um, I think most notably, I guess, is Daft Punk comes to mind. I think yeah. it was like a review of their band called them Daft Punks, and that stuck. So, <laughs> or their their previous band. So, that's awesome. <laughs> That's I, I don't know. I, I connect those two. Yeah. Hmm. So, Back to your song. Sorry. <laughs> Tell us about your song. Like, what's your favorite part? Where did you start the song? Um. So this song kind of came out of nowhere. I just, uh, like a lot of my songs, they just kind of happen. Um. So this song is actually off of my album that I'm releasing this year or was planning on uh, if the world doesn't end. Um, but uh, so it's going to be like a seven song album and it's called Aquarius. And uh, this song is going to be the second song on the on the album. But uh, it kind of just came out of nowhere. Um, I, I was feeling inspired and uh, a lot of feelings about love. And so in the opening section of the song, it's this woman talking about love and what it really means. And uh that kind of just inspired the whole track. So, uh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, have we mentioned, we haven't mentioned in this interview, the name of the track is Slow Dive. I mm. was curious, do you, are you a fan of the band Slow Dive? Absolutely. A hundred percent. They're so cool. Awesome. Same here. Did you right. draw any inspiration from the band when, making this track or was it just something it was more of a lyrical aspect but after i made that the title i was like huh i know that band they're good <laughs> that's awesome yeah are you an aquarius i am yes what's your birthday uh february 3rd cool and your blood type no <laughs> yeah what's your blood type uh b negative actually it's like the second rarest in the world apparently it's a nice blood, but bad advice. For sure. 
And this has been the dad joke section of the podcast. Wow. Well, we're not um, ending it here, though. It'll go through the whole interview. Don't worry. Okay. We can keep this segment open. Um, well, let's talk about chill wave. Um, it's a term that I have a relationship with, I guess, like a mm-hmm. up and down relationship with. But I guess recently I've grown to like accept and love the term. Um, how do you feel about chill wave and, and what? What do you, yeah, I guess what, what's your take on chill wave as a genre? Well, man, that's quite a topic. Cause I mean, ever since 2009, 2010, when it kind of first came out, it's kind of evolved into all sorts of stuff. You know, how do you really define it? Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like it's kind of been a big influence on all sorts of musical endeavors throughout the years, throughout the 2010s. And, um, I don't know. I get a huge inspiration from artists like Wash Out and Tori Moi and Neon Indian and, you know, kind of the classics uh, in terms mm-hmm. of that genre. But um, I don't know. Everyone kind of has a different take on it. Um, but, you know, it's each their own. So. Yeah, I feel like. I feel like um, at one point it felt like everyone turned on the genre almost a bit like maybe disco or ska or something. It felt like. There was a moment of huge popularity and then as a sort of quick turn. And now I feel like all that's gone and it's just lived on as like, yeah, like you said, like synth wave. And I don't even know. I'm not I'm not a chill wave historian. Um, <laughs> we could call one up. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's an interesting subject to me because at one point I felt like it was almost like a bad label to be put onto. but. Is this a personal thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Like, I definitely know there was some backlash about it. And that's just, I mean, I feel like that's kind of under the rug now. I mean, I'm not, Yeah. I'm not like ashamed to use the term, but I'm not like, yeah, this is what I make. You know, it's just, I kind of think that's the way some people relate to the music, you know? No, I love that. Um, if I had to use another word, Another word to describe it would probably be like, I don't know, like electro pop or something or just because it's it's different. It's, I guess, indie pop. I don't know. There's all sorts of ways you could go about it. But. No, definitely. But yeah, I think I think you should wear that badge proudly because For I sure. think it's one of the best genres. And I say that <laughs> <laughs> with total bias. But so when you're working and maybe during this time or not. What do you do to come overcome creative blocks and what do you do to overcome like the stress from the outside world? Uh, for me personally, a lot of uh, stress relief comes from just being in my, in my studio and my creative space. And uh, lately um, that's kind of, it's been okay, but with all the stuff going on, it's hard to relax anywhere, you know? your hometown or wherever town you're in is going through a lot of stuff and it's just hard. Um, Mm -hmm. And I've kind of seen that with a lot of my, my musician buddies, they're having a hard time just even creatively, you know, creatively trying to, to overcome this. Mm -hmm. And, and it's a big burden on a lot of people's, you know, minds. So I don't know. I think what I'm doing is okay. I play video games in my spare time and, and come to my studio and kind of hang out. So that's what I do. Do you have a particular game that 
has been kind of an escape or something you've enjoyed recently? Uh, I just beat Death Stranding, which, by the way, is a very nice analogy for what the heck's going on in recent times. Um, mm, but yeah. uh, that that was a nice escape. Um, that and Shadow of the Colossus is what I've been playing recently. So, yeah. Oh, nice. Those are two beautiful games. I just Very started Death so. Stranding. I'm not that far, but Shadow of the Colossus, that's a classic. One of my favorite oh, yeah. games ever. Absolutely. I'll tell you what it is. It's like you, you run around and climb up these rock monsters and you kill them. Pretty that's much. a short example. Nice. But it's very sad. And there's a lot of hidden underlying meanings between things, which makes that game so beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a work of art. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what's something, or I'm going to ask you a different one. Uh, so what was your favorite band in high school? Oh, man. Reaching way back. Um, for me, one of my favorite bands was this band called... Um, as cities burn um i think they're from the east coast and uh they were very like post-rock um lots of screaming um angsty stuff um but uh yeah i mean my music taste back then was pretty crazy but i also listen to a lot of the same stuff now so it's anyone's guess Uh, i like that band a lot Really? I don't remember oh. if I've seen them or not. I mean, I was really into that kind of music as well. I uh, I saw them at the Boardwalk in Orangeville uh, a couple of years ago, and they put on a killer show. It was so awesome. Nice. Yeah, it's always nice to see a band continue on with that same energy. And um, yeah, that's awesome to hear. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I get nervous to go see a band that's that's old, I guess I would say. Or that you haven't like, like kept, yeah. You kind of stand out and you're just like, oh, yeah. like, am I too old for all these people? <laughs> no, that's not true. even that. It's just like, are they what I thought they were? Like, what was the example of what we're both thinking about right now? I'm going to just shoot some shots, I guess. <laughs> One of my favorite bands of all time. So no, 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 like shade. Mm-hmm. But we saw Taking Back Sunday. We were playing at the same venue as them. So cool. Okay. It's like a dream come true for me. They were playing in the big room. But I must say, maybe it was the end of the set that we caught. They were tired. They were tired. Maybe Uh-oh. they gave their all. Sure. It just felt bad, you know? It just made you feel... Winded. I mean, yeah. I, I've, I get winded during my show. Who am I to say? Sure. Or no. <laughs> Fair play. Yeah. Oh, but anyway... Well, how, like, how old are they now? Like, I don't even know. They've got to be dads. Yeah, they definitely have to be dads. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, that that's, age. That's intense. Who knows? I feel like they're like dads. Like, they've been dads for some time now, too, you know? Sure. Hey, no shame in that, though. They're well, no, no it's just like a new dad. You get, like... They have the other dad rock, but, you know, no shame. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Every no, band... Absolutely. Will eventually become dads and moms. Definitely. Well, maybe. Even if they if never they have a kid. To. Yeah, it's just it's a fi- fact. <laughs> Anyways, speaking of concerts, what was your first concert? Um, with this band or just first concert ever? Yeah, first you attended. First band I ever saw ever was Reliant K. Um, 
I think I was in middle school or something. And it was my first show. And uh, I forgot where it was, but it was like a huge stadium. And they, they killed it. And that was pretty awesome. But uh, yeah, good times. Nice. I've seen them before as well. They, they put on a great show for sure. And on, what was your favorite concert? Favorite concert, man. Um, it's probably the first time that I saw a neon Indian at Treasure Island. I think it was 2017. Um, that, that was crazy. It felt like I was watching like Prince or something in the flesh. Like he, him and his crew put on like such a crazy show. That's awesome. I can't remember when I saw him and them, but it was awesome. It was like his stage presence, like you said, really cool. And, and not what I expected, I guess, after listening to the records, like he's just really energetic and commanding. Oh yeah. There. For sure. What about what about you? Like, what was your first concert that you ever played? Mine was when I was in middle school. Um, I played a show with my high school band, and I was so proud. Uh, I think we had like a good turnout. I think it was like a hundred people that showed up at like a our high school, um, and we were just a three piece. We were just playing like pretty decent like post-rock kind of stuff um as you can see i kind of come from that background which is weird considering my music now but i mean um yeah it was a cool show we uh we had fun and that's pretty much all that mattered really that's awesome was it like instrumental some of our stuff was we uh we played a couple songs from uh from explosions in the sky um, that's also another big influence for me. Um, so we as a band, we were we were pretty influenced by them too. And so we kind of did some covers. And uh, we actually played a couple of Last Cities Burn songs too. So lots of covers, but it was fun. That's awesome. I was going to actually, for some reason, when you were explaining that, I was going to ask about Explosions in the Sky. But I feel like huh. I had a similar kind of band life growing up as well <laughs> yeah. which that's a band that i'd say is in my top 10 concerts seeing explosions in the sky so crazy when, when was the last time you saw them uh the first time it was like 2000 i'm gonna say 2008 maybe a little around then oh, wow. um but then i saw them as well at sasquatch i believe and crazy I, I remember the first time I saw them, I was really close to one of the guitar, like the amps, and it nice. blew my ears out, but it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> totally worth it. Um, so quick story. Uh, there's a show where there was a show, uh, a concert that uh, took place here in Sacramento. I think it was like 2011 and 12 or something called TBD Fest and uh, Explosions in the Sky played. And so I was up there up front and, uh, you know, you've got all sorts of people showing up like ravers, you know, all sorts of people hyped up. And so they're playing their set. And I hear over here, this guy, who's like, where's the drop? Where's the bass? Like, what's going on? It's just nothing's happening. And I'm like, can you please shut up? <laughs> I'm trying to enjoy this. Yeah. Oh, crazy, man. man. Yeah, because those are long songs and they have a lot of quiet moments. Like someone could definitely ruin that vibe. 
Yeah, like no, not everyone has the attention span for that kind of stuff, which I get, but it's everyone's. Everyone has their own thing, you know. Yeah. So if you're listening, explosions in the sky out there, add more drops. Or not? For sure. To you. (laughs) Please no. (laughs) You like? You like the show Friday Night Lights? Friday Night Lights. I uh, absolutely, and I listen to the soundtrack all the time. Nice. We really love that show. Yeah. So good. One of our favorite shows. So stoked that they did the soundtrack to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what is one thing you've been into recently? It could be non-musical or, you know, whatever. Um, hmm. I've been uh, pretty into Rocket League. Um, I don't know if you've played that or not, but it's like... My coworkers yeah. are, are playing it, and so I'm just like, okay, I'm going to get into it. Just, And I'm not the competitive type either, so it's kind of a weird space for me. But I'm like, yeah, this is fun. Well, that's a super addictive game. I got into that for a while. But <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get good at, but it's so fun to to play. I know. It's like, it's like with all sorts of competitive games, like Call of Duty or whatever. It's like you feel like a small fish in this pond of very elite people that like don't work they just play that game all day and (laughs) i don't know if they get paid or not but they probably should if they're out of work i don't know they're probably like 12 year old kids anyway and they're (laughs) like just so good (laughs) oh man so jealous yeah (laughs) rocket league is cool it's basically just cars playing soccer i mean what's not to love so good um what is one song that you think everyone should go and listen to? Oh man, that is a good one. Um, I would have to say one song everyone should listen to is definitely um, "Washed Outs." Feel it all around is a pretty big staple in my stuff, so I feel like if someone hasn't heard that or hasn't watched Portlandia. Um, they should definitely at least try to listen to it yeah i'd say that could be like the magnum opus of chill wave i'll say it on the whoa. air <laughs> whoa whoa it's it's yeah. timeless it is though it was it was a big part of music uh at that time and it's kind of like if you kind of think about vaporwave it's pretty much the first yeah. example of vaporwave that's like yeah in the music industry in a in a big in a big way you know, he took a sample and he slowed it down, added his own spin on it, and people loved it. Yeah, it's like it was so ahead of its time. It was making new genres. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure someone will comment or send us some mail about like the why we're wrong, but I think we're right. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think we're, we're pretty on point. And maybe, you know, artists have been sampling for... A long, long, long time, but I mean, in terms of the current generation, that was that was pretty ahead of its time, um, you know, back then. Yeah, I think that that album or EP, if it was an EP, yeah. definitely spoke to me at the time. And it was so simple, you know, just like cassettes slowed down. It felt like, you know, so simple yet so new. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I, I could see that. And uh, 
he he was supposed to release a uh tenth uh tenth year anniversary last year and something happened with the funding or something and and the project totally fell through and I was super bummed. I was gonna jump on hmm. that so quick, but yeah, something happened. But well hopefully he, uh, that still happens. Something. He's still he's still doing stuff. Um he put out uh he's been doing stuff called a magic hour DJ mix where he does like DJ sets <clears throat> in front of like a sunset, which is pretty pretty dope. That's awesome. Yeah, he's still active. I see I see him out there or on the internet. <laughs> For sure. Well, um this week we listened to your track called mm-hmm. Slow Dive, and everyone is already gonna go check that out. But I wanted to ask before we finish here, are there anything is there anything else you'd like to plug or say or to the listeners? Um, maybe not to the listeners, but definitely to you. I remember when you came to Sacramento, uh, 2000, shoot, 2015, 16. I forgot what the name of the venue was, but you played with hmm. Comtruce. Oh, yeah. I believe. I was there for sure. And that was the craziest show I'd been to in a while. And like I remember when Comtruce was playing and this super drunk lady just like showed up uh, in front of his like DJ table and just started like pushing buttons and Comtruce is just like, what? What's going on? <laughs> Whatever. Oh my God. Wow. I'd be so annoyed. I'm trying to uh, think, was yeah. that a Halloween show? It was it was Halloween, yep. Yeah. I don't think I was there. You were there. Oh, I was there. <laughs> okay, I was totally there. That's so cool. Uh he was that was like my only show with Comtruce, but he's so nice and chill. Um, I love him. Dude, he's he's so cool. I've been to like five of his shows, I think, and he always pulls through an incredible set. I also don't think it's your only show with him. Well, it's my only time playing a show with him. I played with fe- at festivals and okay. seen him a few times, but yeah. That's Dang. so cool. Well, thanks, but back to your links. <laughs> Everyone... So everyone knows is your username just fashionista boyfriend on all yep. channels. I'm mm-hmm. sure that wasn't taken, which is awesome. No, I know that's that's something I thought <laughs> of too when thinking of the name. Like who's gonna who's gonna take this? Nobody. Yeah, you're not you're not like fashionista boyfriend thirty eight. Why official? 38? <laughs> I don't know because <laughs> there was thirty seven already. True. Oh, of course. <laughs> well. Awesome. Thanks so much for being on here. Um, stay safe out there. Yeah, thank you. And Absolutely. everyone go listen to this track on repeat. Oh, wait. I, I mean, you can't listen to it yet, but please listen <laughs> to all the tracks that are out. But this song this week is a podcast exclusive for now. Yes. Um, and we'll let the listeners know when this drops. And if you let us know, we'll be in the loop. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me, man. All right. Thank you so much, Casey. It was so good to talk to you. Thanks for coming um, to the phone and calling us. Yes. (laughs) We weren't actually in the same room during this interview or any of our interviews. None of us were in the same room. It's a little behind the scenes, um, but we are. We're in the same room, you and I. No one knows. Well, we're actually... (laughs) We could be in different rooms, but we're sharing a mic. True. But anyway, let's talk about this song. I love this song. It was 
such a fun song to listen to. Yeah, it's got like um very like summery vibes, you know, it's just got that warm feeling. Yeah, it's perfect for right now, the hot weather, um, which is outside, as you may know. The listener <laughs> may yes, know. Yes, I think we may have brought it up. Yeah. Um, and if you didn't know, it's hot. And it's summertime. I don't know about you guys. But... Yeah, no matter where you're at. Unless you're in, like, the other hemisphere. Nope. Fair. Even Australia <laughs> has summer right now. Don't listen. To who? The Australians. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, what's up? Any one of you guys from Australia? We're just kidding about that. You guys are on another schedule. Which is fair. If you hear our dog snoring. It's because our dog's snoring. It's because he's asleep because we took a break. We're not like one of those podcasts where we're like, now we're going to take a quick break and get back to you after the break because we're taking a break. And then they just don't do a commercial or anything. They just like come back like they need to tell us. So we're just, I'm going to admit to you that we took a break. Okay, it's not. It's nighttime now. It's not light out like we said now. Okay, well, okay, let's talk about... <laughs> it's the time of the show where we do a thing called Playlisted. And we don't have a theme song for that, but it would go there. So we're this is the part of the show where we pick... Uh, make a playlist with the week's song. So we take uh, this week's song and sandwich it between two songs that would work great on a playlist. So do you want to go first today? Can I just ask you a question first? Uh-huh. So when we say sandwiched between something, do you imagine like a cookie like I do? Or do you imagine like a literal sandwich? I just think of the songs becoming a sandwich like... Like bread? Or no, is it just like, like... a flat file song, sound file. Wow. Well, now that I've asked you, do you think of it more like a cookie? Or... I guess, no, like a sandwich. I think of it like a cookie. Okay. So I just wanted to <laughs> just, I wanted to see what you felt. Awesome. So what is your cookie today? <laughs> My cookie would be Feel It All Around by Washed Out. And then I would put this week's song, Casey's song, and then I would finish it with Marijuana by Chrome Sparks. Those are some quality picks. Thank I you. these are good vibes that you're sending out. Um so I had some similar kind of well I okay. I <laughs> first my first song is gonna be It Pays to Belong by the Embassy. That song just makes me want to go sail on a yacht. And then I would put this week's song, Slow Dive. 
And then I would put also by Washed Out, shout out to Washed Out, New Theory. And yeah, I mean, I feel like we both got that vibe because Definitely. what's more chill, you know, than a washed out song? True. Maybe like a popsicle on a winter day. No, that's just cold. That's chiller. Awesome. That was playlisted. And that brings us to our next section called hashtag mood, which does have a theme song. Yes. Here it is. <laughs> All right, so this is the part where we make a mood. So <laughs> you guys know what it is. You guys have been listening for years, everyone out there. Okay, name that mood. Okay, my mood? Can I go first? <laughs> yeah. My mood? Oh my God, <laughs> Banda is snoring so loud. But, it's like a part of the podcast. Yeah, he wants to be on mic so bad. Okay, my mood would be like if I was just hanging out underwater. I don't know if I've done this mood recently. Maybe often I feel like I'm like underwater, but I can breathe. Like I'm just like chilling out underwater and I'm like seeing the light from above, like hitting my skin, you know, in that watery way. Nice. I don't, you've never done that as far as I remember. That sure. sounds fun. What about you? Oh, that's cool. Can, can I like think about that for at least a second? Like that sure. sounds so nice. <laughs> Nice and cool on a hot summer's day. Okay, so mine is, um, uh, I want to go sail on a yacht, and this song gives me, like, yacht vibe. Uh, I just want to, like, oh, yeah, my mood. is <laughs> like, you're in the Swedish sea, and I don't know what they're called, but <laughs> they have water there. You're just on a nice white yacht, and eating some little food and chilling. Some little food? Canapes. Nice. Can canopies? canopies? Oh, that's what those tents are called. Canopies. Okay, so anyway. Wait, what? You know those tents that people... <laughs> what are we talking about? You know, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. COVID time, people put tents on their front porch lately. They're, they're canopies. I was trying to think of the name. Gotcha. But canopies. So you're eating those. Um, and yeah, that's all I have to say. Nice. Are you wearing, like, one of those Swedish, like, hats that they wear when they go out on boats? I don't know. Like, just... like captain hats? Yeah, that works. I could be wearing shorts and everyone. Like which color shorts? Blue. I was thinking white, but okay. For... My mood, my rules. <laughs> <Fine>. <laughs> hey, next time you choose the mood for your yacht. <laughs> well, okay, question about mine. My yeah. mood. Yeah. I like your mood, though. Thanks. I honestly wish we could go to the ocean. I've been really like craving the ocean recently, which is so weird because like we never go to the ocean unless we're like in a place with the ocean. But even then, we don't go to the ocean. I think we go by the ocean a lot on a normal year. But I want to go swimming in the ocean. That sounds nice. Let's go. But well, we can't go right now. But let's pack go. your bags. Let's get in the car. Let's go. <laughs> but okay, you know, like in well, there's movies, a giant lake here. It's we not can the go. Same. It's not the same. But you know movies where people, like, take a boat over their head and go underwater and they can breathe? Yeah. What is that about? It's real. 
But like, did you ever try it with your friends growing up and it doesn't work? No, I think it works. I thought they tested it on a popular TV show. <laughs> but like, um, <laughs> <laughs> what are you, NHK? <laughs> I like, um, I think, uh, I think, wait, <laughs> the mic, is it working? Okay. I just like recording at night much better. We're, we're, <laughs> we're way more loopy and daytime is for suckers. Yeah, daytime we're way too focused. Yeah, nighttime is where it's at. Nighttime is where all my thoughts come out for questions. And we have no idea what we're talking about. So <laughs> I feel like you're right. Which makes it better. So that was Mood. That was this. Thank you, Casey. That was the sixth song. Also, Slow Dive. Shout out to that band. I mean... I love them. So thanks for sending your song. And if you want to send your song, send it to slowmagic.cool slash podcast. And <laughs> next up we have we have a personal favorite part of the show of mine where we talk about our Patreon where you can become an imaginary friend as well as a legitimate legal play pal. And that means you can ask us a question on our Discord that we'll answer on the air, as well as a lot of other benefits and music and all that. Just go to patreon.com slash slowmagic if you want to know more about how you can be a literal VIP, imaginary best friend, or just an imaginary friend and become our best friends. Yes. Patreon. Okay, so this week's question is from... Our good friend Batty, and she said, or she asked, "Do you have any weird secret talents?" All right. So, what do you do? You, do you remember? What's yours? We thought of one, but do you remember mine? Yeah. We whisper in my ear. Face. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. You guys, I am really, really, really good at facial expressions. Yeah. Like, how do you explain that? It's basically, if you think of a a famous person or you can make their face and i don't know how well just like i can get the essence of people's faces really well spot on though like in the expression and yeah it's amazing but like in my mind when i do a facial expression like to you a famous person like for a second i really feel like i'm making their face but then like for the next second i literally feel like i always make the same face somehow for every person's facial expression no you're really good at it i just feel like um like, personally, I'm not good at that. I feel like I'm, like, really, like, I'm very expressive in my face. Like, I feel like I'm just all facial expressions. My if face. You met me, you would know, but. My face always looks the same. This is like a, z- <laughs> a zebra. It's got light colors and lights. True that. But no, that's that's a talent for sure. And what. What about you? Uh, Okay, so I can clap really fast. Should you do it right now? <laughs> Sure, I haven't warmed up or stretched, but... Or stretched. Um, <laughs> here, here we go. <laughs> so, maybe we'll post a video. Just to prove I'm not cheating. And if you are at home right now and you are trying to clap as fast, as so magic to be like, that's not that fast. I would be doing the same. It's not a world record or anything, but I'm just uh, putting my hands back and forth in a way that... I don't know. I thought it was impressive. It is impressive. (laughs) I thought you were scrutinizing me. No, I'm just saying, if I were at home, I'd be trying to fast clap too, being like, it's not that hard, but it is. But there's no visual, so they're probably like... Right. I can also 
wear a mask and play the drums. Oh, a lot of people drums? don't know that. Um, actually, no one knows that. Well, sometimes like people seem Just to not know that. They're like, you about don't play me drums. Wearing a mask. No, about the drums. Yeah, no, I, I don't know what to say. What do you mean? <laughs> you know, like when someone comments on your post or something, they're like, you don't even know how to play drums. And it's like, how dare they? How dare they? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. That's oh, just... like sometimes people get people like confused. They're like, I was joking. Like everyone knows that you play drums, but then like sometimes people will be like, I saw you at this festival. And it's always were, at a festival. You too. were lip syncing with your drums. You didn't actually hit them. Right. <laughs> and you know what? There's my secret talent. I'm not hitting drums. I'm just lip uh, drum syncing. Yes. So. Very impressive. Um. Anyway, that's thank you, Batty. That was a good question and um. I don't know. What about you, Play Pals? Uh, do you have any hidden talents? Comment on this episode. I mean, comment on our social media. Send us a oh, yeah. message. Um, just tell us. Show us. We want to know. Oh, maybe your hidden talent is that you make a song. Send us your song. So <laughs> awesome. We wanted to take a moment to thank all of our super special imaginary VIPs from Patreon, starting with Aerodynamatic. Henderson Pierce. Ellie Mullins. Joey Weinberg. Kayla Smith. Lex Gabardine. Neil. Riven. And Wave. Thank you guys so much. You're very important people. And you mean so much to us. Yeah, and everyone over on our Patreon, you mean so much to us. And we freaking love you. And yeah. Yeah, thank you guys for like. You're all invited to our birthday parties. Yeah, virtual because COVID. Yeah. Animal Crossing. Well, we really did have a... I, I had a birthday in Animal Crossing with our patrons. True. But anyway, uh, <laughs> subscribe um, to find out my birthday in the future. <laughs> Do you think this is a long or a short episode? I Who's can't tell. Say? Probably the listener. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Probably the time once we finish editing. Thank you and subscribe. That's what it says on my notes. True. <laughs> oh, th- oh, this is nearing. <laughs> we're nearing the end of the show. Um, I just want to thank everyone for listening. Thanks to mom and dad out there. And um, uh, I just want to thank the academy that I went to school at. If I need to, like, to start playing um, to wrap it up. But no, thanks for listening. If you've got this far, you you love our podcast, so you should definitely subscribe. Tell definitely, a friend. Definitely like rate it and give us a review. Yeah, review and tell someone. And um, what else? Like maybe play play it at. Uh, I don't know. There's not much going on outside. Blast no, it just, in your car. Yeah, or blast it like if you have speakers and you want your neighbors to hear it. Just play really loud. Yeah, play it for your family because you're probably like either close quarters if you're at home with your family. So just blast this. They'll be happy. Um, oh, did someone just get in? That's no, weird. I'm we were on. just talking about people. Hey, what's up? I'm Bro Magic, man. Hey, dude. This part's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> but the fans, the fans love me, dude. I'm Bro Magic. I've got Literally, a... Bandit just kicked you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Bro Magic, okay, I guess you're here. You're late, but wanted to ask you what your favorite pick of the week is. I guess we're giving you a segment. Oh, chill, man. Okay, my favorite thing of the week is 
dubstep. Bro. I could just like post a picture of your mouth when you talk like this, which I don't have a mouth. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let me know in the comments <laughs> if Bro Magic should stay. Um, let me know how much you love Bro Magic in the comments. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>